like your music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick it again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go, gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go, let's go. Lights out. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, what's up? The playmakers in the building, shooting lights out, and this is the crucial time of the year. We got past All Star break. Where it's time to make that playoff push to join the NBA, and if you're in college basketball. It's time to make those final key wins before we go into conference tournament play and then into March Madness. So I got a good show for you. I got a good lineup. So when you have this type of lineup, you can't do it by yourself. You got to bring some people along with you. And first up is he's been with me for quite a bit of time on this show this season. I'm glad to bring him back. The EP of all EPs, the one, the only, Mr. Cole Johnson. What's up, Cole? Everything is lovely. Everything is great over here. How about yourself? Everything is good, man. I got a good show today. Oh, we got a. Oh, it's going to be a fun one because we in that time of year. Mm. Time to make the moves. Time to make the moves. No more uh, lacking around on the hardwood. (laughs) But he ain't the only guest I brought on today because I decided to bring on one more person. My main man up in New York City, you know. Got to bring him on because that man knows his basketball. Sports way with Dre Day for the first time on season two of Shooting Lights like South. Dre Day. What's good, Dre? What's goody? What's goody? Playmaker Cole was good. I like that name up, thing Dre? on the top, though. Dar- appreciate that, homie. I like that, man. That should, that, that should look official tissue. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Thank you. So, gentlemen. Like I just said, we in that time of season. No more, no more scoring around. No more playing around. It's time to get key wins. Time to do all types of stuff to make sure that teams are ready for the postseason. And to start things off, I gotta go through some news and notes from around the hardwood. And starting up there in New York City with the NBA. They saying uh, Julius Randle is progressing, but still doesn't rule out having surgery on that injured shoulder. My man that's up, that lives in the good seat of New York. What does this tell you, sir? I mean, honestly, this may sound crazy, but I hope his ass don't come back and play. Because from, from the looks, from the looks of it, the Knicks was gelling while he was hurt. He could be that weak link. The way he come back, that could mess up the spark. Now, they might have had, like, a little losing streak just recently before the All-Star break, but that's because Bronson was hurt, OG was hurt, so a lot of their star players was hurt. But there was a time when the Knicks was on a crazy winning streak and Randall wasn't a part of it. So he might be that weak link, and he might disturb that groove when he come back. But in my honest opinion, it's a good thing that – um his surgery is progressing. You know, it's, it's good that uh, he's been out. But let's see what happens when he returns. Because I'm telling you right now, the, the the temperature in New York right now, it's getting hot. It's getting hot because a lot of these Knicks fans are very much on cloud nine about their team, rightfully so, because 
And I said this probably a few weeks ago, I was at Red Lobster with a friend and this was this was the weekend that the Lakers and the Knicks was getting ready to play that same night. And I think the Knicks was about to have a 10 game winning streak had they won, but they lost. So I'm sitting there just minding my business, just talking sports with my friend. An elderly lady just comes to the conversation, just disturbs the convo and gives her opinion. Now, me, I was always told respect your elders. And I definitely respected, I definitely respected my elders. And on top of that, the elderly lady knew what she was talking about. And she was basically saying that how she hasn't seen the Knicks one since 73. She was such and such years old. You know, she's waiting for them to win another championship. She wants to see another one before she kicked the bucket. So I said, man, with all due respect, you're probably not going to see it. I had to let her know. So then we get into a whole conversation and whatnot. And uh, at the end of it, she basically said, young man, you know what you're talking about. And, you know, I wish you well. But the crazy thing is this. Knicks fans, are they, they, they are riding high for a championship. And this is probably the first year that I can honestly say that they have a credible shot to make the conference finals. I'm not going as far as to say NBA finals, because you got to crawl before you walk. But they have a legitimate shot to get to the conference finals, because we don't know what's going to happen with Embiid when he comes back, because we know he's coming back, but we don't know how that's going to look. I don't trust Milwaukee. So the only team that the Knicks have to be worried about in the East right now is Boston. So depending on where they rank at the end of this season, they got a legitimate shot to make the NBA Finals. I mean, the, the Eastern Conference Finals. They really do. But well, they- we're, we're going to dive into the Knicks a little more when we get to the NBA slate because, oh, this is going to be a fun slate. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. It's, it's The temperature is hot out here in New York, and it's a lot of fans – they're expecting finals. I wouldn't go that far, but they got a legitimate shot to Eastern, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I'll leave it at that. Cole, what you got for Julius Randle right now real quickly? It's always something with this dude. It's always something. Either he's not seeing enough touches, he, he doesn't like the flow of what the team's going through, and now he's injured. And 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 now it's to the point where the Knicks, the front office, is going to have to look at him and say, we had to get rid of him and get some pieces in return. It's, it's getting to that point. And Dre said exactly what I was hoping a New Yorker would say, that he seems to gum up the works when he's in there, but when he's when he's injured or he's not in part of the equation, they seem to flow. And that's that's what I see. And, I, and it's to the point where it's like, Jesus Randall has overstayed his welcome at Madison Square Garden. Well, that's that. We'll get, to, we'll get back to the end a little later on in the show. I guess I got to get sleep. Let's head over to the colors. Uh, Cole, I'm going to start with you because I know you how you is about the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, you attended one, correct? Uh, no, I hadn't attended one, but I know many who have. Many. So we had a uh, massive brawl at the end of the game <sighs> between Texas and Mexico and uh, Akron World. So uh, eight plus got suspended. News came out. Eight plus got suspended. But 
reason why I got this on because of course you have three black gentlemen on here. So Cole, uh, real quickly, your thoughts on this outlook that happened. Let me see. What hat should I put on? Should I put on a this is not how we all act hat? Should I put on the we can't have nice things hat? Or should I put on these negras hat? It's like, I don't know which way to go on this one. It's just... You're there to play a game. You're not there to 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 swing on people. And yeah, in the game, some things may happen, and you may you may not like what the opposition did. But at the end of things, you know, it, uh, and of course, in the college game, you got to dap it up with one another because they do a handshake line like the NHL does with hockey. So okay, if you have to do that, dap it up. And then let's go on with it. This reminds me of what happened last year. I think it was last year. Uh, and this was, in the, uh, this was, of course, in the PWIs, where in Big Ten you had the handshake line of Michigan and Wisconsin. And uh, Juwan High wanted to throw hands with just about everybody on, uh, on Wisconsin. Yes, I remember that. Yes, I remember that. I mean, cooler heads had to prevail. Look, you did what you had to do in between, in between the paint. Take care of the business there, and if you and if you fail to take care of business, fine. But don't try to extend it beyond when the clock hits zero, and you're at the handshake line. Before I let Dre speak on it real quick, uh, Mr. Cole Johnson, I'm going to introduce somebody that you know very well. Ladies and gentlemen, the head man of Snowman Multimedia. He is finally back in the seat that he should be in, doing what he does very well, and that's talk sports, ladies and gentlemen. The snowman himself, Brian Snow. So, good afternoon, good afternoon, gents. So, Cole, I got a bone to pick with you. I have well, uh, well, I have a bone yard to pick with you. <laughs> but, yeah, but go ahead, go ahead, Dre. What's your thoughts, real quickly? What's so crazy is, is when I saw this, I was just disgusted. That's the that's the only that's the best way to summarize it. I really didn't have anything else to say about it, but just be disgusted at the situation. That's the that's the only thing that I can muster up seeing that. And the same thing, Cole. Listen, you're there to play basketball. We're not there to fight. We're not there for none of that. It's just the game. It's not that serious. Like if you got a fight at the end of the game, then you shouldn't be out there. Maybe you need to change your you need to change your major and maybe you should be doing wrestling and not playing basketball. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And on top of that, come on now. Y'all already know we don't have the complexion for the protection. I don't need to be the, you know, I I, I don't want to be the one to be the Man. woke, to be that woke person. But in this Man. situation, I gotta be because y'all already, you're giving us a bad name by doing that shit. And it's mm-hmm. just like said, like all those hats that he wanted to put on, but guess what? Those people in those institutions, they got their own hats. And you know what I'm talking about, Cole. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they would even entertain, even letting, entertain, even getting involved in shit like that. But it just sets us back, man. And, and, mm-hmm. and it was definitely it was definitely not pleasant to see by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. All right. Uh, Snowman, 
I'm gonna give you your first take on the next one because I'm pretty sure you know about this very well. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, snowman, yo, I saw your tiny desk yesterday, man. Tiny desk. Jeezy, Jeezy. Oh Lord. <laughs> There's only one snowman, and that's me. No, oh, no, no. Lord. That's why I, 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 I got. That's what I'm saying. I, that. I got I, I I got the reference, really. All right, Snowman, let's get you in here, and uh, let's talk about Rick Pitino. Oh God, do we have to? The comments that he used after they took an L, and the team bounced back. I almost took another L to Georgetown, but they held on. That was some lame ass shit. Snowman, you have, you have followed with Pitino throughout his coaching career. I have, yes. So you're the right man to speak on this one. In the form of a simple question, why are you surprised? Why are you surprised by his critiques? And then I'll add three simple words. Find the lie. Find the lie. Did he say anything that was incorrect about his team not having any heart, not playing the game correctly? No and no. So as I said, find the lie. And something got to be said. When you have a team that can jump out to 15-point leads mm-hmm. and can't close the deal for some reason, says a lot about the intestinal fortitude or lack thereof of a team that uh, supposedly, and I put quotes around the word, uh, supposedly plays in the Big East Conference, and yet they're not acting like it. They're not acting like – they're not acting like a team. That's as simple as that gets. They're not acting like a team. More to the point, they're acting like they don't want to be a team. Am I wrong anywhere? Well, hopefully uh, next year they can write the ship because I don't think they're going to win this year. Mm-mm. Just going to say that right now. So hopefully Rick Pitino can uh, do some recruiting like he's a long good at and uh, – Build St. John's back up. Give 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 the city of New York some more teams to watch in basketball season. Well, he's got to win the recruiting war first. I mean, a man, uh, uh, Rick Pitino in his time in Louisville and at Kentucky was a master of recruiting in the state of Kentucky. Can't do it in New York anymore. Well, at least not this year. And you can see it reflected in the way that his team plays. You can see it reflected in the exasper the exasperation in what in what he said and how he said it. You can just you, you can just see it. All right, that's Britt Bertino continuing on. Brittany Grano had her jersey number retired over this past weekend from Baylor. Congratulations to Brittany Grano. You did bring home the uh, national championship when you went there. It's nice for Baylor to return the favor, especially after everything you have been through. So 
Looking forward to Brittany Griner back with the Phoenix Mercury and also with Team USA as we were in Paris during the summer. So congratulations to Brittany Griner. Moving on. This topic right here, I couldn't wait to get to this. So the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, says uh, no to adding transfer limits. He went on, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said uh, he doesn't care how much of these coaches want to complain about it because what they can do when they can opt out of contracts and leave players high and dry. Now, there's only one person that I know who would love to touch on this, and that would be Cole Johnson. <sighs> And the fight is still on. Now, as you often have said to me, partner, cook. I, I think now the NCAA is starting to realize how now they have to deal with power. They had to deal with more power brokers now. It was bad enough they had to deal with coaches that were making all the dough. Now they got to deal with players who make all the dough too. And the coaches aren't liking the fact that the players can call their shot and saying, I can get more playing time over here. Oh, and I can actually make more money going over there, too. This program's not for me. And it's being felt in the big programs to boot. And now you have the NCAA wanting to stick their hands in the cookie jar. Because ultimately, they want to have a hand in what the what the uh, coaches are making and what the players are making. They haven't found a way to do it yet, but they're going to find a way. And this is a way to shut the shut the big big coaches down and saying, "Well, you know, if the players feel the need to transfer, let them transfer." I happen to love it because it's going to make even more of a headache than you already have with the NCAA and it's going to have to force them to actually do something but they don't want to because they possess no balls and it's beautiful to watch the fight between coach and the NCAA continues <laughs> you and the no balls with the NCAA <laughs> can't believe <laughs> All right, moving on. A couple of things happened in Arizona. They extended their coach Tommy Love through 28 to 29, and they hired former Missouri AD Bree Francis as their new AD. So Arizona making moves, trying to stay relevant as they make the move to the Big 12 for next season. And the final thing on the round of hardwood is uh, the Pac-12 makes Teresa Gold the first woman Power 5 commissioner. I should, I should be happy that we have a woman that's in charge, but the problem is of a two-team conference. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So we're going to make a commission of a, of a conference that's pretty much dissolved. What kind of mess is this? Somebody explain this to me, please. Oh, we're going to make history. You don't got no teams left. What's the two teams so, that stand? 
Washington State and uh, Oregon State. Was it Oregon State? Oregon State yeah. and Washington mm-hmm. State. Wow. Bet. See, I don't have time for a freaking pro, but that was <laughs> <laughs> Because that is Flair's flavor file worthy. That is, oh my goodness. But you know, that's it for Ronda Hardwood. All right, we're going to take our first break when we come back. The ladies, you are up. We're talking women's college basketball next. Welcome to Ringside Chaos. The professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Thing with Tony Khan now being in talks to WWE, I'm going to be honest with you. I spoke to this with Ricky Litwinkowicz, aka the Master of Mayhem, and he honestly believes that me talking about Tony Khan buying WWE is a basically I'm kind of wasting my time because Ricky believes it's never going to happen. Okay, now I now don't get me wrong, Ricky. I respect his. I respect what he says. He's he could very well be correct. But I got to be honest with you, the fact that Khan is interested in supposedly buying WWE, to me, that's definitely worth talking about. Now, <laughs> now I should mention this. Shout out to Ricky, by the way. And I got to mention this, that even Jim Cornette already had something to say. And he said, and I quote, ridiculous to think that could happen, unquote. <laughs> a wrestling fan that's been super supportive of Brody Lee as a wrestler and everything that WWE could have done with him, and, you know, everything that he could have shown and, you know, offered for the wrestling business. You know, for me, I, ju- I wasn't just a fan of Brody Lee himself, like, in character. I strongly respected him, you know, as a human being. Like, I had a lot of respect for Jonathan Huber. You know, that's Mr. Brody Lee's real name. So, basically, I had a lot of respect for Brody Lee, Luke Harper, and, of course, Mr. Jonathan Huber. Particular episode was about world class championship wrestling. And the episode title is, you know, WCCW Wrestling's Lone Star Legacy. And because I am the Bear of Texas, and I do hail from the Dallas Fort Worth area of the state of Texas, world class championship wrestling was basically my territory as far as being a wrestling fan goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. The Playmakers Bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop. Where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fend them all. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course, the WWE. But it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is, there is sports appeal for every fan of every sport. Fanatics, with sports fans shop, 
and a fishing license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting in Light South. The hard work grind episode for this grinding season. If you are in college basketball in, in, in the NBA. And speaking of which, I have Cole Johnson with me and I have Dre Day with me as well. So, gentlemen, y'all ready to talk some women's basketball? Oh, you know I'm ready. All right. Women's college basketball. Here's the rankings. Going into the week, we know who's number one. I mean, they're the only unbeaten team in college basketball. So, you have that. You have Ohio State. I love how you said that. The only unbeating team, period. In the college basketball landscape, period. Period. I mean, they the only unbeating team. What, what, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> Got to call it like I see it. All right. You have Ohio State 2, Stanford 3, Iowa 4, Texas 5. I'm like, I got to shout out to Texas. For y'all to lose your best player and still be ranked in the top five. Very good. Yeah, that is saying something. Great job by the t- Texas University. Go take a bow because that's your alma mater. You hush. I don't care, but I know you love Texas. You got NC State, USC, Virginia Tech, Oregon State, and Kansas State running out the top 10. And those who are watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or X, you can see 11 to 25. Now, this will took place over the weekend. You had. Utah taking down Colorado, Oregon State taking down UCLA, West Virginia beating Oklahoma, and then uh, USC surviving Corvallis in Oregon State. That was the weekend. It'll happen so far this week. Thank you, West Virginia. <laughs> Virginia Tech went to Louisville, got them a win. The Lady Huskies of UConn took down Creighton. Illinois shot 14 in Indiana. And then just yesterday, down in Manhattan, Kansas, the Kansas State Wildcats survived in overtime against West Virginia. Those are the key results that happened over the weekend and this week. Now, that UConn win over Creighton put Gino Ormiembo as the second winningest head coach in all of college basketball. Now, Mr. Dreda, you have followed women's basketball for a very long time, especially the Lady UConn women. What do you have to say for Gino Ramon becoming the second all-time? Congratulations to Gino. Congratulations to the Italian Stallion. Uh, it was long overdue. When you think of Mount Rushmore's of women college basketball, Gino is on there. I think, in my opinion, I think the four right now currently would be the late, great Pat Summit, Gino Oriema, uh, Vanderdeer at Stanford. And then for that last one, I mean, shit, I honestly don't even know who I would put for that last one. I mean, my the bias in me would say Dawn Staley, but I'm quite, I'm quite sure there's some people out there that will say Kim Mulkey, but I still haven't forgiven her for how she treated Brittany Griner. So I don't know if I'll put her on there. So I'll squeeze Dawn Staley on there. So that would be my four uh, Mount Rushmore coaches. But, you know, Vivian Stringer, she she, she, she creeping back there. She creeping back there somewhere trying to, trying to fit on that Mount Rushmore. But that's my four when it comes to 
women's college basketball. But it was it, it was expected. The man done won how many 10, 11 national championships. They've had they've had a shaky road as of late trying to get there, but all those wins was highly expected when you don't won so many national championships. So it's very well is it's very well deserving for Gino. And he's gonna get more wins next year now that Paige announced that she's coming back. Yeah, Paige Beck is coming back. Yeah. Cole, anything about Gino Arama? Well, it's great to see him get this honor. He deserves it, obviously. And I just think of him as the guy who took the and I do mean took because he just straight, straight up grabbed the torch out of Pat Summit's hands and said, okay, the I'm now the caretaker of the women's game. And we now have had teams build themselves and model themselves like them ever since. And his program was so head and shoulders above the rest of the game. It has taken until the last two or three years for teams to actually equal in terms of talent and in terms of execution and fundamentals, what those UConn teams did. So, uh, so a credit to Gino. I mean, he, he, he has run a wonderful ship almost ever since we got a chance to know who he was and he's still doing it. He's still doing it at a high level, still doing it high level. All right. Congrats to Gino Remo, number two all time. Then did number one. She got that about three weeks ago. I'm going to say about three weeks ago she became the all-time. About that. About a month ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, skinny and sighting in, in the women's game. Speaking of which, I told, I promised y'all the next time I did shooting myself, I was going to bring the conference standings, and here we are. The ACC, Virginia Tech's on top, followed by Syracuse. Who has Syracuse in their pool? Followed by NC State. That's so shocking that they're third. And then Louisville, Florida State, still trying to find a way along with USC, Notre Dame. The Big 12, Cole Johnson's territory. Oklahoma's are right on top, followed by Texas, Kansas State, West Virginia, Iowa State, then Baylor. Moving on to the Big East. UConn undefeated in conference play. They ain't nobody's catching them. Let's go ahead no. and say that right now. Ain't nobody catching UConn. No, no, no. They're, the conference is theirs. Yeah. Nobody's catching UConn. Try, try in the uh, Big East tournament. But Creighton's second. Villanova. Market. That's the Big East. The Big Ten. The Ohio State Buckeyes. The Lady Buckeyes are currently running the Big Ten. Followed by Clayton Clark and Iowa. Indiana, who suffered that shocking loss to Illinois. That we just. So earlier, Nebraska, Mississippi State, Maryland, Michigan. And then the final, the power six. I'm going to say the power six of basketball. The Pac-12, there's Stanford, as suspected. A shocking and surprising Oregon State. Because a lot of people didn't expect Oregon State to be what they was this year. So it's very shocking to see Oregon State falling like they are. USC, Colorado, Utah, UCLA. And then the Southeastern Conference, of course, South Carolina runs the Southeastern Conference. Donna Staley has a team pretty much smacking everybody. Mm-hmm. Followed by the, the pimp is grown. followed by the reigning defending national champions, LSU Tigers. 
Tennessee. Still struggling, but they're trying to make their comeback. They haven't been seen since Pat Summit passed away, but they're trying to make their comeback. You have Old Miss, Alabama, Mississippi State. So those are your standings on the women's side in each conference. Now, gentlemen, mm-hmm. question is very simple. You taking South Carolina or you taking the field? Mm. South Carolina. I'm sorry. I, I am not taking the field. Uh, how Don Sailor's having them, them, them uh, young ladies playing. Um, I mean, you got to have injuries play beyond her mind if you're LSU. You got to have Caitlin Clark boogie for 50. You got to have a spectacular game from your number one player to actually have a chance to beat South Carolina. Otherwise, you're getting buried in the dirt with this team. I just I just don't have faith in the other 67 or 63 squads that have a chance to knock them off. Dre, South Carolina or the field? I'm going with South Carolina. Now, do I believe it would be a perfect season? Not sure. But I will say this, though. How they lost last year in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Go there. Uh, Clayton and Clark, anybody? That motiv- Go there. That motivated them. Trust and believe that motive. Now, I heard an interview where Dawn Staley said that when she lost all her starters, she thought about retiring. Now, I think she was being sarcastic. I don't think she meant that. Yeah. Because, I mean... What type of leader would you be to be flaking out on your team just because all your starters left? I'm quite sure she was joking around and trolling. But I honestly believe that after that loss, these young girls were very much motivated. And they're showing this season. Each player on that squad, each of them, has stepped up to their role and have played their part. And Raven Johnson, what was her problem last season? She couldn't shoot threes. She's improved on that this year. I bet you they'll be defending her now. I honestly, I, I, I honestly think that South Carolina will get to the national title game, and I believe this time they're going to right the wrong from last year, and I think they're going to win it. Yeah. Now, as far as who I think will play them, that remains to be seen. But I know one of those teams is definitely going to be South Carolina. And let me just say this since we on women's college basketball. Is there a way that they can change this format? Is there a way that they can have the women close out March Madness? Let the women close out on Monday and have the guys close out on Sunday because let's just keep it all the way 100 since we're there. Nobody gives a fuck about men's college basketball right now. (laughs) Nobody gives two shit about... Okay, yeah, kudos Connecticut's number one, but they're going to fall because they just lost recently to Creighton. Nobody gives a fuck about Purdue. Nobody cares about them. All the hype right now, and it has been for the last two to three years, have been the women. The women is what's making college basketball relevant right now. It's that simple. I honestly believe that the women should close out March Madness this year. The women should have it on Monday. The guys should have it on Sunday. Give it to the ones that are deserving and let them be the headliners because don't nobody give two shit about these dudes right now. Respectfully. Y'all have had it for years. 
it's over. It's over. The women got it now. Give it up for the ladies. And I honestly believe that they should be the one closing out the show this season, closing out March Madness this year, because what they're doing over there with all of these teams, you got South Carolina, you got LSU, you got UConn, you got Texas, you got Indiana, you got Iowa, and what Peyton Clark is doing over there. I ain't even talk about Juju Watkins and USC. The list goes on. The women are holding this shit down in college basketball. Nobody give a fuck about the niggas right now. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. And if they tell you they are, they lying. Right now, it's the women that got the game right now. They got our attention. They're the ones that we're cramming for. A few weeks ago, South Carolina and who was it? It was South Carolina and LSU. They played the Thursday night game, and an NBA game was on Turner. And I believe, I believe that it was a Boston women, game too. And I believe the women had more viewers than the NBA game. When have yeah. we ever said that about the guys? Never, never. Like we need to stop. We need to stop the bullshit, man. Like let the girls award the girls what they deserve. Award them what they deserve. They have been holding this game down for the last two to three years. Give them what they deserve. Give them the spotlight. Let them close March Madness. Because nobody give a fuck about the guys. And I'm sorry for being so aggressive about it. But this shit irks my soul. Honestly. Honestly. It really does. It really does. I knew it would. That's why I did it. <laughs> well, you ticked me off and... It, it worked, man. Trust me. Man, man, that shit. I know exactly what I'm doing. It pushes my buttons, man. Like, this shit irks me, man. And this is no respect. This is no disrespect for the dudes. Like, they are doing their thing. But right now, nobody care about them right now. Nobody. So, so those, and I will add. Those and I will who, add. Who to recall, we had a Eastern Conference Finals rematch that Thursday night. Yes. Down in Miami. Yep. And the girls, and, uh, had, and the girls, college girls, had more viewers yeah. than a professional NBA game. When have we ever said, "Yo, them college niggas had more viewers than the NBA"? Never. Never. Fuck out of here, man. I'll add. I'll add to this too. Remember uh, to the NCAA. The women sell the tickets. It is time for them to not play in arenas. It's time for them to play in stadiums yes. the way you always hold yes. Final Four with the men. Yes. Yes. It is time for the women to play in stadiums. Preach. He's the crazy thing. Preach. There's no star power on the men's side. There's no star power. And on the that's side. the problem right there. The star power is on the women's side. And you know the crazy thing about it? The best team in the country don't even have a star. Mm -hmm. The no. logo that you see right here, ladies and gentlemen, the South Carolina game, they have no star player. They star players in the WBA playing for the Indiana people. Yeah, they don't. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't have a star player. And they smacking everybody, including Adrian Reese and the LSU. Just shows you how good of a team they have and how good of a coach Don Staley is. Then we echo what Dre said. And I heard y'all heard me say it plenty of times. Oh, that loss to Clayton Clark and Iowa last year. Don State was like, that's not happening again. Oh no, that no. is not happening. And it, and it and it hasn't and it hasn't yet. So yeah, those fr the, the, those freshmen they got on that squad 
of what's what's her name? Flo Flu Flu Riley, the the point guard that could just dazzle like a motherfucker. And what's the what's what's the girl's name that could shoot the threes? I think I, I think she's from Cali. I think I think she's uh Samoan. I think I I, I, I no, hopefully pow, pow. yes yes her special girls special girls. I already know about. Chloe Pitts or Kitts, or I forgot her last name. She was just waiting for her shine. She couldn't get it because of all the players that the were there last year. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Cardozo. Cardozo. She was just waiting for Aaliyah Boston to leave so that now she can get her shine. And they all getting it now. I don't see nobody beating them. I don't see there's nobody a, beating them. That's a well-ordered yeah. machine. I don't see them mm-hmm. losing. As, as, as I said about Oriyama with UConn. You start to see these teams now try to try to do exactly how the blueprint was laid with Tennessee, and then it got passed on to UConn, and now you see with South Carolina, you're now starting to see a new power not rebuild but reload. I'm making a clean sweep. I don't got nobody to be South Carolina. If there's one team, it'll be LSU, and that's only because one player is to show up. And it's guess what? That's the it's not injuries. It's not Williams. It's not Jackson. There's only one person. And for some reason, she only showed up for one game. But yet, you're a you're supposed to be a 20 point per game player. And Haley Van Lit. Oh, you're gonna call her out again, huh? When was she, when, when does she want to show up? Because else you can go back to back. They could. They could. They definitely. They definitely. They definitely. They could go back to back. Yeah. They, if she don't show up, they could run it back. Yeah. No question. If she they, don't show up, they ain't going back to back. Well, she is the one that left Louisville to go there. Yeah. yeah so I was about to say. Yeah. So if any if, if anybody need to come over here and step up, it it, it got to be you because I'm quite sure they saying to themselves, "We was fine before you got here. So now that you here." Mm-hmm. You gotta help us. Yeah. He put, this was like went over to the top. Like, yo, LSU should be number two at the very least right now. Because before South Carolina, because before the season started, once it was announced that she was going there, mm-hmm. people were already crowning them back to back champions. And then they yep. took that first loss to Colorado, and that might have that? shut everybody up. Yeah, that was gonna be dumb quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they could definitely go back to back. Just stay away from South Carolina, and it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But if I had to, like, if, if I had to just do a guess, like, just give my final four hypothetically right now, I would say it's South Carolina, LSU. I'm gonna throw Iowa in there because listen, we all yeah. want Caitlin in the final four. We all want her there. I was about to say, it's the question of who's going to be the fourteen. Exactly. That, I was about to say that. I was going to say that. Stanford. You think it's going to be Stanford? Because okay. they, they got the West on smash. They got the West on I smash. I agree with that. I agree and with I that. Think, yeah. I, think come, I think come tournament time, they will be a well-oiled machine. And I believe Cameron Brink, who might be the number two pick in this upcoming draft, being that she knows this is her last chance to get another national championship, she ain't trying to lose again. She ain't trying to lose again. This might be her. Well, this will be 
her last opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if they want to be, and, and if they want to meet in USC in the tournament, they definitely mm-hmm. gonna try to write that wrong that they lost earlier this year to them. Because Juju mm-hmm. Watkins, she beat she beat them by herself. Juju is that girl special. Juju is special, and I don't like me personally. I, I honestly don't like comparing athletes. I honestly don't I like doing it. I don't either. Because it's like, you. yo, yeah. let them grow. Let them flourish first. But I got to be honest with you, man. When I watch Juju, she reminds me of Maya Moore. I'm sorry. She reminds me of Maya Moore so much. I love her game. I love her game. She is special. She is special. She's changed. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, man, these women, they, listen, the way that these fans gravitate to these players mm-hmm. the way that they gravitate to caitlin clark this girl goes on the road and these games sell out yes they don't want to see their team they're yes. going to see caitlin yes yes it, juju it is mm-hmm. juju is a freshman she got mm-hmm. little girls they, they didn't change they didn't change the hairstyles they got they, they got the juju bun now because they want to be juju Ain't no niggas doing this shit. Like I said, if you want to see a game grow, all you got to do is market this, market how the women are to to all the girls. It's a wrap. Yo, it's I'm, a wrap. Man, it's listen, a wrap. I'm so, listen, it's I'm wrap. so proud of these. I'm so proud of these girls. Like, there's times I fight back tears because I'm so proud of them. Like, it's been so long. I can't even record, like, come on, like, Darnell, you've known me for years. And I've been following college basketball since I was younger. I remember when Rebecca Lobo and UConn went undefeated. I remember Shamika Hoslaw. I remember Tamika mm-hmm. uh, Catches. You know how much I love yep. Candy Parker and her run at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, the list goes on. But the hype that's revolved around women's college basketball right now has never been this high. It's Ever. never been this high. And I love every fucking minute of it. Every minute of it. I'll put it I'm like right. this. When I'm you can have, that because... I'll put it like this. Whenever you can have, a, when you have an exhibition and you put it in a football stadium and 55,000 people see that, uh, I, will, I, will echo a, I will echo a point that you said, Dre. When have we ever seen an exhibition with a college men's program ever do that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, never. Speaking of the hype, look at this lineup for today. All these games are today. Oh, that Alabama and South Carolina. That that, 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 at at Assembly Hall. Taking the class going to Assembly Hall tonight. Oh, it'll it'll be packed. The oh, battle for North Carolina is on deck. LSU trying to write a loss that they took last month to the Auburn Tigers. This time in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're good at home, so that should be a w. And Utah and UCLA do battle. That Utah game gonna be good. I yeah, forgot, that's gonna that's gonna be nice. I forgot the girl's name for Utah. She she she, she she's the real deal. That's tonight. She's the real deal. I don't I I don't know her name, but I know she got this. I know she got a tattoo. 
on her, like she got a tattoo on her leg. Fire. That girl's the real deal. The real deal. I'm, nice. sorry, I'm sorry that I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she's the real deal. I've seen her play a couple of times, and she's the real deal. Then tomorrow and Friday, Colorado plays Juju watching a visit. Ooh. Juju dropping 30 that game. Ooh. And then she a walking bucket. Morgantown, West Virginia. The Baylor Bears come rolling in in a top 25 Big 12 matchup on, on Saturday. And then Sunday, LSU and Tennessee and Knoxville. North Carolina goes to Blacksburg to take on Georgia Amor and the Virginia Tech. Then speaking of Utah, Dre, they take the trip to Juju Washington. Oh, they're staying in Los Angeles this weekend. Okay. Mm. And so they're going to the play Wolf- UCLA and USC there. Woo. Yep. And then you have NC State and Cameron Indoors to take on the Lady Blue Devils. That is your slate from today and through the weekend for the women's side. Like, I t- like the title of the show. Hardwood grind, cause it's grinding season. Mm-hmm. You gonna gonna be a lot of key wins this week. So get ready. All right, break number two. When we come back, we gonna go to the men's side, cause the men, the men, y'all killing me this year. Y'all killing me this year. A lot of you. The Playmakers Blog is sponsored by Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. So much, so much to stream from shows and movies you can only catch here on Paramount Plus. Whether it be from CBS, BET, Comedy Central, Liquid Loading, and so much more. The new home of Showtime. Watch Showtime original series, movies, and sports when you sign up for Paramount Plus with Showtime. Catch exclusive originals from Paramount Plus such as Star Trek, Strange Wars, The Family Stallones, Halo, and so much more. You also can stream live sports like NFL on CBS, the UEFA Champions League, the Masters, and the SEC on CBS. Paramount Plus, you can stream up to three devices when you create an account. So Paramount Plus plan starts at $5.99. If you hit that link below, you can get a free trial. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Killing Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his role, and I think he finally understood that everything Killing Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Killing Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much, and you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. Finally seeing, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th- this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, 
The World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NetFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, welcome back to Streaming Lights Out, man. That was a great conversation on the ladies' game. Fortunately, there's two sides to this. So we talk about the women. Maybe I go into the men. This part, this part where I do most, most of the talking here because uh, doing what I do, I got to keep up with the men's side as well. So UConn number one, Houston number two, Purdue three, Arizona four, Tennessee five, Iowa State six, Marquette seven, Duke eight, Kansas nine. North Carolina, 10. And then you see the rest of the top 25 teams going on. Now, we had Kansas beat that. had Kansas get a win in Norman, Oklahoma over the Sooners. We had Kentucky walk into the jungle at Auburn and controlled Auburn from start to finish. Cole Johnson, Bruce Sir. Pearl's team never led at home. <clears throat> Yeah, Bruce Percy never laid at home. Hmm. South Florida. When I show you the American Conference, when I tell you, South Florida is leading the American Conference. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. The American is is on the bulls. I don't even, I didn't even expect it. That's all I'm going to say. As you can see, they upset at 24, right? The hours of Florida Atlantic. Speaking of upsets, Dre did bring up the fact that Purdue did get upset. And it was in Columbus, Ohio by the Ohio State Buckeyes. That was over the weekend. This week, since Monday. Uh, yeah, he did bring up that UConn got caught. I got numbers for you to, to show you why that score happened. Don't! We had a top 25 Big 12 matchup. BYU outshot Baylor to win that game. And when I say outshot Baylor, they really outshot Baylor. Like that, them dudes was off the chain. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold, 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 hold together, playmaker. Hold together, playmaker. I'm going to dive, got- I'm, I'm dive into this a little further, okay? But Alabama did win at home with overtime over the Florida Gators. And, and see, and that wasn't an upset. That was just a good game, and your your squad brought it. Uh, your squad brought it to the tide. Like I said, I'm gonna dive into that game a little later on. Right? You'll see why. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of another upset in the Big Ten, the 12th ranked final line of Illinois, they got caught by the Penn State Lincoln Lions. And then the craziest finish of the season, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Where the Kentucky Wildcats got shot at the buzzer by the LSU Tigers. Oh, no wonder why Nashville's so quiet. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. My bad. Continue, sir. Cole, the crazy yes, part is it was a broken play it was. It was a broken play. It was. And 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 the bigs got to the shot. That's the messed up part. <laughs> Dre. Dude yep. blocked the shot from Kentucky. The dude who shot the ball got the ball back, tossed it up, and his big did a tip drill and put it in the bucket at the buzzer. 
Mm. I watched that live. I was like, yeah, the biz collapse. The biz collapsed to the guy that was penetrating, and they did their job, shut him down, but they didn't stay. They didn't stay with. They didn't stay with him long enough. And a one point victory turned to a one point defeat. John Calipari gonna have a problem with that person if he didn't already. Hmm. That, that I, was, I was stunned. I was like, that literally did. I literally just watch that happen in real time. And by the way, Angel Reese was in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, she definitely gonna. If it's one thing I know about her, she definitely gonna. She, she definitely gonna support. LA yeah, shoot she'll show love. She'll, it's, yeah, it's, she'll show love. She she mm-hmm. she definitely gonna show love. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, she'll she'll have love. those out there always saying something negative, but she's damn if she do, she's damn if she don't. Yeah. But keep doing your thing, Angel. Fuck the haters. Oh, but now, they can they can miss you with that. Uh, keep showing love. Angel. To crazy. He didn't tell you how bad of an L they took, as you can see here. They almost got beat by twenty. Ah. As you can see here, they was already down. 14 at halftime with 29 to 43. Oh, so, oh, oh, they, oh, they threw the, oh, they threw the white flag halfway, not halfway through the second quarter. Uh, no, it wasn't okay. them. No, it wasn't them, Cole. It was not them. Check this out. Creighton shot 50% from three point range. They shot 54, almost 55% from the field altogether. They shot 50% from three. You want they to actually out rebounded Creighton? Wow. Okay. They out rebounded Creighton. They dominated the paint. But when you hit 14 threes, that's you want you want to know how you upset a top team like UConn? You better be hot from three. Like Creighton. Creighton would have beat anybody with that shooting performance. They could I was like, these dudes are dropping everything. What is this? In all my years watching college basketball on the men's side, it's very rarely that I see a team that can shoot like this. Mm, that's why I hate the game today. Niggas got to shoot threes. So, you want to know how UConn got beat? There you go. 14 out of 20 from three point range by the Creighton Blue Jays. Was not missing. Mm. <laughs> so, that's how that happened. Now, to Cole Johnson's bigger question Why do I feel my type of way about this? Yeah. So we took an L okay. to a higher to a higher city team, which in most cases shouldn't be a bad thing. And in Tuscaloosa, it wasn't even a home game that you took an L. What's that at the bottom? Okay, so all right, so 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 the Gators had a double digit lead in the game, and they were up, and they were up at half. Okay, fine, I I guess that. Nah, but you're still worse. talking about a team in the top twenty. No, you, on the road. No, it gets worse. With six minutes to go in the game, Florida was up nine. Well, again, you're dealing with a team that's in the top twenty, and you're playing them on the road. Now, if this happened in Gainesville, I would get your consternation. See, this is where Cole Cole likes to do this to me. Okay, he likes to, he likes to try to play that with every kid, especially when it comes to a team of mine. Okay, here's the problem. Somebody got to be good cop, bad cop. Somebody got to be. Right. Here's the problem. Out of the eight losses, at least half of them came in West Florida, had a double-digit lead. Well, well, hopefully this will be straightened out when they get to tournament time. Can we hold on to a lead, please? 
Again, that this probably be straight down when it gets tournament time. When you can't hold leads, that's bad at tournament time. Well, yeah, you gotta be able to put teams good. away. And yeah, you got a good point there. If we can't put teams away in conference play, how am I supposed to feel going into the tournament play? Well, 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 maybe they'll have a shot at Alabama in the conference tournament. We do got a shot. We got a shot at them in like two weeks. They're like the second to last game of the season for us. Wow. In Gainesville. So Bama and and Florida actually playing twice in the season. Wow. Yes, okay. we're playing them twice. We'll see them, if I remember correctly, March 5th. We'll see, and they'll be at home. There you go. Don't get me wrong. It's all golden. You've done the five job. You got a big win at Rupp Arena. The last time Cole Johnson joined me. Got a big time right at Rupp Arena. That's right. There you go. You dominated the brace of an arbor when nobody saw coming. See? You got some, you got some you got some resume stamping stamping L um, a W's. Like, can y'all please hold on to a lead, please? Like, and on. and this won't even count as a bad loss for for Florida. I know it won't, but still, when you when still when you had Alabama chasing you for let's say eighty five percent of the game, you need to put that game away. I feel you. But this game was on the road. This game's in Tuscaloosa, so you're gonna have you're gonna have issues where you're on the road. You're feeling good, and since it's a college game, so for the first and yeah, I should have it here for the first 35 minutes, everything is flowing smooth, and then when the tide turns and and the home team that happens to be higher ranked than you gets that home cooking. You get the, the team gets a little tight. That's understandable. I, I just need y'all to hold on to the lead. Just hold on to the lead. Finish it off. You're lucky it ain't nine because y'all blow, y'all blue one at Jordan. You're looking up, you got to go and double overtime to win now. So you beat your arch rival. There you go. Yeah, when we had them down 20, though, and they came already back to force the overtime. <laughs> That's my problem, Cole. We have big leads and we can't put teams away. That's not good. Oh, I agree. That isn't good. But you got to look at the competition. That does matter. And you got to look where they're playing. That also matters. Anyway, now that I got my data bank out the way. Now, if this happens in Gainesville, then I would totally understand your consternation. The ACC standings, of course, you know what the top three teams are. North Carolina, Duke, and Virginia. And man, okay, yes, it's just let's 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 scratch out Duke and Carolina. So Virginia leads the Atlanta Coast Conference. That's good. Your hatred for Duke and Carolina is Carolina, right. Duke, both of them and equally. You see, and you said, and you ain't that far from them either. No, no, I'm only one state away. Both of them can go. The Big Ten, you have Purdue at the top, followed by Illinois, Wisconsin. Surprisingly, I'm surprised Wisconsin is third after what they've been going through. And the way Purdue's playing, they might be picked off the Big Ten tournament. So I'm surprised Wisconsin's still breathing right now. Big East. Oh, no, Big 12. Houston. Iowa State. East Kansas. time. Kansas is three. But Baylor. Texas Tech, BYU. Go ahead, H-Time. Big East, UConn, of course. Especially after what they did to Marquette, who's second. And thank you, UConn. Now you, now, now the Cougs are going to be number one ranked in the country. Yes. 
Creighton smashed UConn after UConn smashed Marquette, and then Marquette decided to smash DePaul. It's a lot of smashing going on in the Big East right now. Pause. What? <laughs> a lot of smashing going on. Pause. <laughs> what you want me to say? Okay, Marquette, Marquette got blown out by UConn, and then Marquette decided to blow out DuPaul, and then Craig decided to blow out UConn. You're right. Pause again. <laughs> These games ain't competitive in the Big East for whatever reason. And somehow Seton Hall, who's been quiet for all year, I don't even know how, they sitting at four. <laughs> Oh, wow, they actually can make the tournament. Okay. Yeah. Pac-12, Arizona, Washington State. Oregon, Oregon has a shot. Haven't heard much about Oregon. But Oregon has a shot, surprisingly. Yeah, but they need to have a statement win. Where? Well, they got they, they, they got a hope they can play Arizona at some point. They, Whether already, it, they already got blown out by them. That's what I'm saying. They have to they have to, they have to find a way to play them again in the, in the Pac-12 tournament. That was a and then the Southeastern Conference, Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn, South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State, LSU. Yeah, you get it. So those are the standards right now. And see, and Bama was Bama is the team to beat in the SEC. Look, see, there you go. We did it for South Carolina. We're gonna do it for the men's. You kind of go back to back. Are you taking the field, Dre? I'm gonna start with you. <laughs> If you think any of us gonna say UConn, no, 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 I'm I'm laughing. I'm I'm laughing because again, I I, I only watch these dudes here and there. So, Same so, here. Same here. So, so for me to sit here and be on some true expert on what I'm talking about when it comes to the men's side, I'll be so disingenuous and I don't want to do that to my man, the playmaker. But I'm going to be honest. The last time a team went back to back, that would have that, that would have been your Gators, right? That's how yep. that's how long ago it's been since a team yeah. went back to back. Almost twenty years ago, yeah. I don't see that happening. Now, as far as who I think is going to win it, that I don't know, but I don't believe Connecticut will. I I, I don't I don't I don't see them going back to back. I do see them making noise. I do see them probably yeah. getting to the final four. But as far as them going back to back and spinning the block, I don't see that happening. That's just hard to do. It's the reason why it's been 20-something years or almost 20-something years that's happened. It's a reason. It's hard it's, it's, it's hard to go back to back. And if you can get shit beat down your leg by Creighton, there's no reason for me to expect you to go back to back. See, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to get your ass spanked. So being that they got their ass faith against Creighton, I really don't have no faith that they'll go back to back. Now, if they lost by three, mm -hmm. two points, right. then maybe we're talking about something. Mm -hmm. You got your asses beat. You got your feet down your leg. There's no way in the world I expect y'all to go back to back. No. Go ahead, Cole. <laughs> it's hot out here for a pill. The mother effing field. I mean, come on. Look, UConn was hot garbage last year in the regular season. They had to catch fire in the in the Big East tournament. 
and then they decide to boat race everybody once they got into the tournament. So we're not talking about a team that was like South Carolina last year, this year, that was just beating everybody down to a pulp all throughout the season. So they, all right, fine, I'll say it this way: they lucked in, they lucked their way into a position to win the chip last year. This year, yes, they have been number one ranked for a minute. They would probably number two or three probably now next week. But there isn't anything of care. There's anything of UConn that says to me, "All right, I think they can put it on any team in in the field, any team, no matter who they play." No, not no, 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 because I I really believe their their squads. You probably could put Purdue up there. You probably could put uh, U of H up there. And you could probably put other teams up there where they actually would get a shot and say, okay, I believe on any given whatever time they play on the, on the court, they actually could beat uh, UConn, and they don't have to do 14 to 28 from three. So I will, I will put this as bluntly but as sweetly as possible. UConn is weak sauce. And the reason why Dre, Playmaker, and I will not pick UConn and will pick the field is because unlike South Carolina and the women's side that actually has a squad without a, without a superstar player, but the head coach has them playing like a team, you crossing all sorts of things, fingers, eyes, toes, Heck, if you if you can if you can uh, cross buns, you would do the same, and hope that UConn could actually win. No, sir, the field. Um, Come on, Darnell. So, um, Sweep. So last month, Dre wasn't around. The cold was. Uh, we we had a record number of top ten upsets to begin twenty twenty four. That's right. A record number. Mm-hmm. In a week, mm-hmm. in the entire month, in 20, a week, yeah, yeah. twenty-three unranked teams knocked off top ten teams in the month of January, mm-hmm. and the trend continued as soon as February started because West Coast was ranked six and they went on a three-game losing streak, and the trend still continued. We just saw we just saw Purdue that upset is upsetting the country. We had thought about what Creighton did, the number one in the country. And I said it. This might be the most fun March Madness on the men's side in quite some time because guess what? There's going to be no perfect brackets. Because anybody can get got this year. Yeah, no perfect brackets in the men's game. I 100% agree with you. So guess what? It's never been a perfect bracket in the men's. Never. And I'm saying it's never going to be one this year because everybody can get caught. And they ain't going to be a dominant one neither. Everybody can get caught. So, yeah, there's no star power on the men's side. But when it gets to Mars, it gets interesting because now everybody, everybody's going to really try to buy for a perfect bracket because now they know I can pick whatever and I actually have a chance of winning. This is the not the cut your wisdom. This is probably this is probably the time that I really do watch men's college basketball. Like I don't watch it all season right. long, Same. but co- conference tournament time mm-hmm. in March Madness, that's when I tune in. 
Same. The girls, on the other hand, that's all year. Mm-hmm. That's all season. But for the guys, when the conference tournament starts, that's when I tune in to them. So I'm taking the field because I have no idea who's winning. I have no clue. Ain't no lies been told. <laughs> I actually have no idea. I'm watching UConn getting drugged. Purdue want to get beat every now and then. Wisconsin, they started off good and now on a little straight. We don't know what the heck happened to Auburn in one game, then they blow somebody else out in the other. Kansas is supposed to be running the Big 12, and then because they smash Houston and all of a sudden they get dropped yeah, by Texas they, they Tech. They feel great. Yeah, they feel great that Texas Tech gives them the business. Yeah. Houston gets beat by Kansas, then they want to beat up on UCF. Beat up, beat up. Mm-hmm. Right. It's crazy. This is a crazy year, but I'm here for it because I have no idea who's winning. And that makes me happy because that means nobody knows who's winning. Mm-mm. That makes it unpredictable. And unpredictability in sports is a great thing. Unfortunately, though, no superstars is not. Well, I can't be on about the superstar. Right? And that's the problem with the men's game. You got uh, you got a bunch of 18 and 19 year olds. That's it. That people don't know about, and they ha- and they and they have even though breastmen like Similac and nose running faster than the Los Angeles Lakers was in the eighties and Showtime era, thinking, oh yeah, I can be with LeBron in about a year. Get real. I'm not diving into that. Uh, here's the bubble watch for the men's side. You got please, please do play, Mika. Please dive into that. Nope, please, into your nope. thoughts, sir. Nope, not diving into that. <laughs> nope, not doing it. So, the last four buzz according to Joe Nonardi, New Mexico, Nebraska, Texas AM, surprisingly. I don't know how. And then, yeah, the last four in Butler, Gonzaga, even Gonzaga's having a down here. What does that tell you, people? Gonzaga was the team that ran the rest coast, they ain't running it this year. Seen Hall and Ole Miss, you see the first four out, the next four out. All that good stuff. You need to get here's the breakdown. The Big 12 and the ACC are both currently have 19 slated to make the tournament. The Big 10 the Mountain West with six. The Big East with five. ACC with four. The Pac 12. Cole, I think you'll find that funny. Yeah, two. Exactly. Along with the American and the West Coast. Now you slate for the weekend. You have speaking of Houston, they go to wake up Texas. Don't drop the ball, Houston. That's a big one in the bit 12. A lot on the line in that game. Just take care of Baylor. Duke is heading to Wake Force. That's a tricky one. Beat them down, Wake. That's a tricky one. That's very tricky. That's very tricky. I would South advise. I would advise Duke to don't go up in there thinking that this that that's a wash. I would advise them not to. And Wake Abel, Wake Abel when they were in Cameron indoors, so they can't they can't uh, treat them uh, with kid gloves. They can't. Uh, can South Carolina turn their season around? As a surprising start, and then they lost like four in a row. Now they're going to Oxford to take on Ole Miss. Speaking of tricky, good luck on that one, South Carolina. <clears throat> Ah, here's an interesting one at 4 o'clock on ESPN. North Carolina is at Virginia. If North Carolina can score 70, they win. 
That's that's pretty that's all it's to it. If you can get the seven in against Virginia, you win. So note to self, Carolina plays defense supposedly. Okay, that's good to know. If you don't get the seven against Virginia, you in trouble. Because Virginia still play defense. It's hard to score on them. And then that last game, Rupp Arena. The Kentucky Rockets trying to take the taste out their mouth from LSU. Here comes the number one team in this Southeastern Conference, the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Nate Oates versus John Calipari. That should be a fun one to watch at 4 p.m. on CBS. And then you got Texas. Is that Allen Fieldhouse? Come on, Texas. Show some pride. Show some pride. You were Allen Fieldhouse. When the last time these dudes lost in that damn building? When the last time Kansas lost in that building? I don't have no idea. Show some pride. Speaking of showing some pride, Bruce Pearl and Auburn Tigers, they are in Athens to take on the Bulldogs. I'm talking about showing some pride. Y'all better show some pride because y'all should be able to handle Georgia. Mm-hmm. College game day is going to be at UConn before the number Wildcats and the UConn Huskies as the Huskies are trying to bounce back from their behind beat that they took. And Villanova looking like they are starting to catch a rhythm now. Did they catch it too late? And then they catch you kind of at a bad time. And then Texas A&M and Tennessee meet yet again. Tennessee wanted to wipe that taste out their mouth when they went to College Station. They got beat down. You remember Kobe Johnson? Tennessee. I want. Oh, let me let me actually let me look over to Knoxville when I say this. Tennessee. I want you to beat the brakes off of A&M. Beat the brakes off them. They don't deserve to even live. Beat the brakes off them chumps. And it's a shame. It's a shame that you had you had to have the they hand you a loss of color station. Beat them. Beat them at Royal Rocky Top. Beat them down. Damn. You said beat they don't deserve to live. Dang. He can't stand Tessa's area. Hey, they ain't even needs to go, man. Jeez. So there's in your college slates. That's all there is to it. All right. So this what's gonna happen. We're gonna take a quick break. And I do mean quick break because the main event is here. And it's the NBA. We are past our star break. The kid gloves come off. It's time to see who wants it and who doesn't. We'll be back. The Playmakers Bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fan them all. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course, the WWE. But it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is, their sports appeal for every fan of every sport. Fanatics with sports fan shop and efficient license everything. All right, welcome back. Along with Dre Day and Cole Johnson, we are down. We got college out the way, the men's and the women's. It's the NBA. All-star weekend is over. And by the way, uh, 
Thank the Lord. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say it for Cole Johnson. Do something with the All-Star Weekend. Please. Please. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got, I got a couple of opinions about that. End it. I don't care what you do, but do something. Do something. Okay? If I had time to go into it, I would. Jeez. But I don't because that's why I didn't, I didn't even watch the All-Star Game. What does that tell you? Tells you you're a smart man. That's what it tells me. I, I I would just say this as it pertains to All Star Weekend: get rid of the dunk contest and have the three point shootout be your main event. I've been saying it that has for, to be. I've been saying that for the last three four years, and it's been needing to be that way for the last ten. Yes, that the the the, 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 the three point shootout is officially the main attraction for All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, game I, included. The game I included. That, I pushed that back on a little bit because uh, Sabrina. I get some WNBA in here. Sabrina, you did a which, job. Which actually yeah. was a, that was a three-part competition with her. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 It was. She did. Be- she did better than half them motherfuckers. She sure did. She did. Be- she did better than half them. She sure did. So yes. If you want to include a WBA in the three-point contest, I'm all for it. No, I'm all, I'm, 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 I'm all for that. I'm all right. All okay. Now, not, not that, not that I don't want to see them in the uh, uh, All-Star Weekend for the NBA, but I already have a problem with the fact that these jokers decided to put DG, whatever they now call it, league players to participate in. Yeah. They they have G League players decide to actually show up, NBA players in an All Star event. <sighs> yeah, I, I have an issue with that. I have an now, issue with that. Now that my atrocity is over, thank the Lord it's over. Now it's time to get down to business. You only got like twenty something odd games left before it's time for the postseason. So let's begin in the East. We know who's the number one team in the NBA. It's the Boston Celtics. They're the only team that has won 40 games thus far. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks, the 76ers, and the Indiana Pacers. Holding on to the playing spots are the both teams in Florida, the Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, the Chicago Bulls, and the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I've done this because uh, my man Jerry lives in New York. So he's surrounded by New York Knicks fans. More than them than the Knicks fans. I don't even know how many Knicks fans really there is, to be honest. Don't you even say it, Cole. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't say I didn't say they were 15 Nets fans. Well, I'm well, oh, well, oh, my bad. Well, well, I'm a Nets fan by heart because I live in Brooklyn, <laughs> but I know we're not doing nothing. <laughs> I, 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 one I, of your fifteen right there. I, 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 <laughs> I honestly, I honestly feel bad for Jacques Braun because it's not. Oh, his me fault. too. Me too. I, I, oh. I feel bad for him because it's not his fault that the Nets don't have nobody. He shouldn't have got fired, and they just man. gave extension. Oh man, I f- yeah, that's the thing. They give him extension and then they show him the door right afterwards. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, Dre- all, all, all because Ben Simmons can't play the can't play a lick. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm not tired of him. He needs to go. Dre, Yo. New York Knicks are currently sitting fourth in the East. Mm-hmm. 
Can the Knicks keep this going? Can the Knicks really be for real this time? I mean, I mean, listen, listen, I said it earlier. Now, I'm not going to be up here, you know, on some orange and blue sky shit like Stephen A with the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing all that. But if the card, if, if they play their cards right and they wind up falling, if the best thing for the Knicks is to get that second or third seed. That is their best chance to get to, to avoid the Celtics. Yeah, mm-hmm. avoid Boston at every chance mm-hmm. possible. Now, if you want to dance with them in the conference finals, by all means, have at it. Mm-hmm. But you do not want to see them beforehand. Now, if they can get now, if they can somehow get to the two or the three, they have a legit chance to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not these fans. That are on cloud nine with the whole, oh, we going to the finals. I'm not saying that. First of all, I'm not a Knicks fan. But as a New Yorker, I want to see them succeed. You understand what I'm saying? Like The Knicks ain't won shit since 73. Now, they've had some years where they've gone to the NBA finals, and obviously they didn't win them. But there have been many years where they didn't make the playoffs, period. But this is the first time that I can honestly say that they have a legitimate shot to make the Eastern Conference Finals. And as long as their pieces come back healthy, OG, they're supposedly saying that Mitchell Roberts is supposed to be coming back soon. We we don't we don't know how bad that wrist injury with Jalen Bronson is. We don't know how bad that shit is. Hopefully it's nothing crazy. And then let's see what happens if Julius Randle comes back and he follows suit. But I think the problem is this. He needs to take a hard look in the mirror and realize this is not your team no more. It was your team before. You know, you won your most improved player award. You made the all-star team. Kudos, no doubt, congratulations. But then somebody came to this team because Dallas didn't want to pay him. And then he came to New York and it became his team. And you can't accept that role. See, in New York, we are tired of the egos. That's been the problem with the Knicks as it is, they can't get no stars to come to New York. So they got a bunch of rough riders on the team. Jalen Brunson is the real deal. And I'm quite sure Dallas is regretting not giving him that money. That's his team, man. It ain't your team no more, Julius Randle. So just sit back. Ain't nothing wrong with being second in command. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people can accept it. Some people can't. But don't come back thinking that this is your squad. Don't come back forcing up shots that you know you shouldn't be taking. But as long as this team can stay healthy and he follows suit and check his ego at the door, if the Knicks can be a second or third seed come playoff time, they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right. That's the New York Knicks. Giving them the spotlight from the East because Knicks are playing good basketball. Playing good basketball, I have to admit. Let's see if they can keep it going. Let's see if they can challenge the Milwaukee's and the Boston's of the world. And that sort of nature. To the West. The shocking West. The wild, wild West. The Minnesota Timberwolves are sitting at the top. Followed by the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you had Oklahoma City and Minnesota as your top two teams in the West, you um, lying. You need you to play the lottery. Oh, I'll show it. 
you are playing, you need to play the lottery because there ain't nobody that I know had them to it. Be that top of the list. Followed by the Clippers, the reigning defending champion, Devil Nuggets at four, the Suns at five, Pelicans at six. And um, Cole Johnson, before I continue on, uh, that, 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 that playing spot looks kind of interesting, don't it? Well, considering that you have you have a star-studded foursome, that's that's the beautiful part about it. You have a star-studded foursome. Plus, you had the Mavericks who started off hot, and hit the Kings who started off hot, and they both cooled off. Summarily, you have had the Lakers and the Warriors start off slow, and then they start to come on strong, well, strong-ish. But yes. If 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 the season were to end today, we would have a star-studded playing round in the West. Mm. That'd be that'd be unheard of. <laughs> Luka Doncic is going against De'Aaron Fox in one game. LeBron James going against Steph Curry in another game. And with that game, we'll play the loser. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting if they can keep yeah. it up. But right, neither one of those four teams get the spotlight. Imagine, um, imagine, just imagine that though. Imagine the season. Imagine if the season ended now, mm-hmm. and that. Playing is the way it is, and then you got the Lakers and the Warriors, and the loser of that game, their season is, is over. They out. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Just just fam to that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You have Steph and LeBron both trying to go for their fifth ring. If they was to meet each other <laughs> in the plan right now, and one of them was the ninth seed and the other was the tenth, whoever lose that game, their season is over. There is no tomorrow. You get eliminated in the play-in. Mm-hmm. Man, that's must-see TV right there. Hey, it, it I'm pinning that because that conversation is not – that conversation is actually coming up. It's actually in the show, just to let you know. But none of those four teams at the bottom getting the spotlight. The team that gets the spotlight is a team that Cole wanted me to get the spotlight to months ago. They getting it today. The Los Angeles Clippers. There we go. You are third in the West right now. That's you right. a Clippers fan? That's no. right, Clippers. Speak, speak. That's right, Playmaker. Speak to those ten Clippers fans. You're third in the West. You're thirty-six and seventeen right now. Okay. You have done a fabulous job. You're tenth in scoring at one eighteen point three. You're ninth in opponents per game at one twelve point seven. So you're top ten in scoring, and you're top ten at stopping other teams from scoring. And you're and you're number thirty in attendance. Oh my, my bad. I'm sorry. Now here's the issue: you're only twentieth in assists per game at twenty six assists per game, and you're twentieth in rebounds per game at forty three rebounds per game. That's a problem. Need you to work on the rebounding department. The assist department, I can figure that out. You got James Harden, you, you got Russell Westbrook, you got two guys who, who like to get triple doubles anyway. So. Lord have mercy. You had to have to stay puff marshmallow man to be a, 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 your rebound guy. Really? I said assist. Okay. Assist. Well, okay. Okay. Well, that that will work good for the next two months. So you got that going on. Now, good news. Good news. Out of the it's still a regular game, season. I'm sorry, my bad. But good news, after the 53 games that you have played, Kawhi Leonard has only missed five games. He's played 48 games. Carl Jones has played 50 games. And James Harden has played 48 games. So, yeah, yeah, your stars are playing. So, there's no he's gone for this amount of time out of nowhere. Yet. They've been playing. Yet. I'm not paying Kobe Johnson no attention right now. (laughs) 
Yeah, now, you are. Now that I said that, hilarious, man. I got some numbers for Cole Johnson. I know Cole Johnson loves numbers. Cole Johnson, please, you don't know about him. Cole please Johnson loves numbers. Please present it, sir. Kawhi Leonard is averaging 24 points per game, shooting 53% from the field, 45% from three, and 89% from the free throw line. He, he, he almost at 50, 40, 90. He almost there. Almost there. He's almost there. Almost and he there. needs to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And he's also key. giving you he's also giving you six rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. Paul George. The man who Cole Downs really loves is Paul George. Playoff P. Giving you yes. 22 and a half points per game. Shooting 46% from the field. 39 from three and 91% from the free throw line. And he's trying not to be number two guy. There you go. But there you go. Oh, no, he's the number two guy. No, no, yeah, but he's trying not to be. Well, but, see, but I agree with but Dre, I agree with you. He is. I agree with you. See, check the ego at the door. Oh, 100. 100. You have, you have to accept the fact that you are second in command on that team. See, this is why this is the issue mm-hmm. that I have with some of these players. Just know your role. Just know your role. It's nothing wrong with being Robin. It's not everybody want to be Batman. Thank you. Everybody Thank you, brother. Everybody can't be Thank Batman. you. And Paul is often giving you five rebounds a game. And remember to James Harden, you ain't Batman. I'm not bad. I'm sorry. Speaking of James Harden. Oh, speaking of the choke artist. Tough. Speaking of James Harden. Look, listen, listen, Cole. As much as you was crucial with the Kawhi and Paul George, I was mm-hmm. waiting for his name to get called. Hey, I'm just saying. I got, I got him. I, I put him in here too. James Harden. He's, he's playing his role pretty well right now. Yes, he's playing this role because because it's the regular season. Because it's the Seven. regular season, my brother. I know, I know, but hey, I only got the regular season this year, okay? I haven't got to the playoffs yet, all right? So work with me here. Let's see let, Let's see what he does when they get to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, okay, when we get there. But for right now, James Harden, <laughs> James Harden is, give, is giving you 17 and a half points per game. Shooting, shooting 45% from the field, 42% from three, okay. and 87.4 from the free throw line. Nice. Nice. Now, if he could do that in May, I'll be happy. But unfortunately, the calendar is still February. So that means he's going to wow everybody wonderfully for the rest of this month, all of March, and for probably for two-thirds of April. He's giving you five rebounds a game and eight and a half assists a game. And he'll give you half of that in May. All right, there's one more you forgot to mention. Oh, one, I, I, one, I, I, one, I one, one number I, we forgot to mention. Okay, I, I know, I know, I know who you're talking about. I didn't for this for the purpose of this episode. I didn't bring him in yet. Oh, talking about Westbrook. I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saving him. I'm saving him for later on. Uh, it, it wasn't even a dog. Him. I, I'm actually loving the way he's playing this year. I am too. I'm, I'm, I am I, too. I'm actually like I honestly think that this year was a rejuvenation year for him because he got a bad rep last year, and I don't know why because. Ever since he was with the Clippers, he was on his best behavior. Mm-hmm. And, 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 get, and get this, Dre. So, last year when he was with the Lakers, yes, his numbers was 18 and a half, 7 and 7. But he was considered garbage. But you could compare him to when you talked about a Robin. We'll talk about the best Robin, Pippen. 18 and a half, basically for, for that stretch of time when he was winning rings. Eight and a half, seven and six. 
but he was considered but he was considered the second the second guy. But Westbrook was considered an absolute dud in, yeah. in the Lakers. But that's the numbers he put up. Yeah. Now, Cole Johnson. I hated that. I hated now, that for him. Now, Cole Johnson, just, just to be a little bit petty, okay? I got. I went ahead and added a stat for all three guys that the nerds will love. Okay. So, yeah, I know I know you analytic nerds out there. I know one stat that y'all like to look at. Y'all like to look at the plus and minus stat. Oh, Lord. So, I went ahead and added that in here. Plus, the plus minus. Okay. Check this out, you lovely nerd stats. Kawhi Leonard plus minus is a plus 7.3. Paul George, a plus 7.4. And James Harden, a plus 7.2. Here's the plus minus that you need to hear, analytics fan. If Kawhi Leonard doesn't suit up, and if James Harden plays like he normally plays the playoffs, that means they all are minus. Just want to throw that out there because I, I, I know these, these nerd people, they love that stat for whatever reason. Yeah, plus or minus. I don't understand it either. I'm with you, Dre. I, I've never understood why they are so fascinated on the plus yeah, minus I, of a player. I don't understand that shit at all. I don't want to understand it, but whatever. But now, here's the thing. and Dre, your mic sounds like you're a little far away now. Oh, it does? Yep. It's not like you're on the phone, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not on the phone at all. Right here. Now, mm-hmm. Dre did bring up a topic that I already had planned. Which, and, you know, every now and then, Cole would tell you this. I don't really don't like trying to, I don't really don't like taking topics that mainstream media talks about and applying to my show. But for this one, I yeah, felt like. I'm the same way. Yeah. But for this one, I felt like this is a good one to use because. Dre already alluded to it. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, as presently constructed right now, who is in a better position to capture that fifth ring? LeBron James? Mm-hmm. Or Steph Curry? Mm-hmm. Cole Johnson, you get the first crack. Here we are. The two guys have won four rings apiece. And we have one who has taken taken ten tries to get those four rings, and another who took only six. And now this is the marquee matchup. Even if you have other matchups going on within the playoffs, but unfortunately we might not see it happen in the playoffs like we did last year. We'll probably see this in the play-in round. I want it to happen, by the way, not to cut your wisdom. I, 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 I want it to happen. And I think it might happen, and I say, and I, and I say it from the standpoint of I just don't like either team. I don't think they can stand up with the with the field in front of them. I, I just don't. So I think you might see them nine and ten or seven and eight. You might you might see them there. You might see them there uh, because I just can't see them improve much more than where they are. And if they do, I just don't see. I don't see either of them getting the six, and I think they may just be seven and eight as far as the improvement goes. So, Dre, I think you might see it now. Um. Now, yeah, now who is in better position as constructed to get their fifth ring? Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, oh yeah, nobody. There you go. 
Good thing he hasn't had that darn clip to play. <laughs> if you don't know what clip I'm talking about, let's, let's go back and look at all the other snowmans in the morning. You'll, you'll know. Nobody. All right, Jerry. Your turn. Honestly, shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say nobody, but I honestly don't think neither one of them. Honestly. See? I, 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 I like, <laughs> honestly, with Golden State, I think this might, I think this season, it might be, the, it, it might be the end of this legendary big three for the uh, Warriors yeah. because Clay might be yeah. gone once this season is over. You're I right. mean, Clay is not the Clay of old. He's not. No. Mm-hmm. I know, I like, I, I, I know that these guys in the big media, it's clamoring for the old clay, but that old clay is gone. It's a reason why his ass done came off the bench a few times this year. There's a reason on why sometimes yeah. at the end of games, he's on the bench and he's not in the game in clutch moments. There's a reason for that. His time in Golden State is over. Now, do I think he can still play? Yes, I do. Yeah. I just think he needs a different scenery. Him and Steph are no longer the Splash Brothers no more. It's Steph and that's it. It's that simple. And then I will say this, though. When Draymond came back from his suspension, the Warriors did start creeping up again. So that right there tells you that that definitely tells you what Draymond means to that team. Now, yes, he's not out there getting the 20 points a game or whatever it is, but the little bit of numbers that he do put up and then him being the emotional leader of that team, that shit resonates with that squad. Kaminga is now showing up. Listen, I honestly don't see neither one of them, the Lakers or the Warriors. I don't think either one of them is in a perfect position right now to get their fifth ring because, like you said, Cole, right now they're both 9 and 10. I honestly do not see them crack cracking the top six. I honestly don't. They will need New Orleans to have a draft yeah. downfall in exactly. order to get six. And then if you was to get six, who do you get first round? You get the Clippers. Clippers. Do I think you? Do I think I got a good chance of beating the Clippers? I no. honestly don't. Even with neither the- team, Davis, I don't. So, both guys says neither one. Yeah, neither one. Neither one. Which brings me to this one. All right, Cole's gonna love this one. Oh Lord, have mercy! Let's dive deeper into the Los Angeles Lakers, shall we? Oh. Currently sitting in the ninth seed right now, just above the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Cole, when I saw this after they uh, played the Utah game, I was like, hey, "There was a snowman in the morning." I would love to hear from Cole Johnson because uh, after Anthony Davis, you know, helped make the comeback win over the Utah Jazz before going to All Star break. He gave some words about the identity of the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, Dre, I don't know if you caught this or not. He called for the Lakers to be a fast-paced team and play tenacious defense. By the way, that game game against Utah. Anthony Davis said that. By the way, that game against Utah was without LeBron James, by the way. Right. So. And they'll be without him tonight, too. Yeah, we, I'll get to that, but yeah, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
So um, let's just open the floor, all right? Let me take this down. Can the Lakers make a run? All right, here we go. If they play the way Anthony Davis say they should have played, they'd be a fast pacing. Remember, they went to Boston without AD and, and beat the brace off the Boston Celtics. It just beat the brakes off the board. I ain't know what game I was watching. I, I'll, I'll say this. If the team without LeBron and AD actually had the confidence that they actually can do like they did in Boston anywhere else, then I'd say, yes, they're poised for a run. Because it, it's, almost, it's almost a similar argument as like what uh, Dre was talking about with the Knicks and having, having Julius Randle just gum up the works with the Knicks and basically just getting away at Jalen Brunson doing his thing I'm seeing a team that I think they respond well to uh, Austin Reeves and I don't think they let him cook enough because AR 15 yeah because you gotta have LeBron and AD touch the ball more than he does and I think that's a problem so yeah if the team is constituted that way it would have to be without ad and lebron on the floor because you're talking about the nba's version of mr glass and 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 and, and let's get this straight bronze sexuals yes lebron is 39 he's not defeating father time he's kicking his behind and you can and you can, you can only go to so many cryotherapy chambers you can only shoot up so much steroids. Or, I mean, you can only shoot up so much painkillers that you can delay the aging process. The time is cut. It's like the Chambers brothers. Time is coming today. Time. Yes, it's time. It's time for that team to turn the corner, go somewhere else, and get younger. It's time. It's It's beyond time. Dre, what's up, Lakers? Well, I mean, I'm not a Laker fan by any stretch of the imagination, and neither am I. And, and for me, the, and for me, the highlight of their year so far has been the Kobe statue. That's about it. There's nothing. <laughs> else to, there's nothing really to talk about when it comes to the Lakers. But I will say this though: the Kobe statue. I love that. They were in the play-in last year, and they got as far as the conference finals. Correct. Now, I'm not a bronze sexual by any stretch of the imagination. He is not my goat by any stretch of the imagination. Thank you, Jesus. But I will say this, though. When he is on that court, anything is possible. He does not care if he's the one seed, the two seed, or if he's one of the low seeds. As long as he makes the playoffs, they always have a shot. As long as he is on that team. If it was Anthony Davis and the Lakers, oh, yeah, they're finished. They're done. Mm -hmm. But as long as you got that guy, I don't care what seed you are, you got a chance to make noise. It's all about where your seeding is because I'm going to keep it all the way 100. The Lakers get through the play-in. Let's say they get through the play-in. And let's say they mess around and become a seven or eight seed. Okay. Who's the top two teams? That would be Minnesota and who Minnesota? else? Oklahoma City. Do I really believe the Lakers can't beat those teams? I believe they can. Mm-hmm. Reason being, experience kicks in. Minnesota don't know a fucking thing about no playoffs. 
They know about playing, but they don't know about the playoffs. Well, they don't know about success in the playoffs. They 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 get to the first round, but they know how to get past. Yeah. It. They don't they don't they don't know they don't know about that. They honestly yeah. don't. It's the same yeah. thing with Memphis last year. Right. The same thing. Mm-hmm. You got a young team, young pups. That yeah, okay, yeah, we had an amazing season. Might win coach of the year, all that good shit. But now mm-hmm. this April and it's playoff time. Oh, whoa, we don't know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. Now, now the pressure's on. Now the bright lights is on. If Lakers can somehow get out the play in and become a seventh or eighth seed, if Minnesota or OKC stay number one and number two, I could definitely see the Lakers pulling an upset. I could definitely see that. Because again, that guy on that team, LeBron. He'll make it happen. He'll make it happen. Now, the Lakers will be hitting them knees pretty hard and praying, though, that the Nuggets aren't the one or two seed. Oh, no, no. That's why I didn't mention them. That's why why I left them alone. I I, I didn't mention them at all. Their best chance. Their best chance. Their best chance. But I agree with you. Yeah. Their best chance to make any noise in the playoffs is to hope and pray that Minnesota and OKC stay the top two teams mm-hmm. in the West. You don't want the Clippers to creep up to number one. You don't mm-hmm. want Denver to creep up to number one or number two. The Lakers' best hope is to keep OKC and Minnesota at number one and number two, and then they wind up being either seven or eight going into the mm-hmm. playoffs. They can definitely pull an upset. I'm not denying that at all. I'm not denying it. Yeah. I can't, I, can't refute, I can't refute anything Dre said when it comes to I the can't either. I can't either. And, uh, and here's the funny thing. Around the trade deadline, who can the Lakers go get to for that team? You know what happened? The Le- LeBron James and Anthony Davis got to, say, got to see their team go to Boston. The best team in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And put a beating on them. And TD Garden. Yep. Um, I wonder if they sat down and looked at like we might be better than we thought. Cause that team, without LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they beat the Boston team of Jason Tatum. He was on the court. Derek Wright, he was on the court. Uh Drew Holiday, he was on the court. Christophe Zegas, he was on the court. And Jalen Brown, he was on the court. And they got smacked in their own building. Body no name Lakers. Maybe they had to rethink to themselves. Eh, maybe we might have to, you know, work some different things out. And then without Anthony, and then without LeBron James, the Lakers continue to win when Anthony Davis came back. And then Anthony Davis makes his call. We need to be a fast paced team and fight the national defense. So, are we going to get the Lakers that was in-season tournament winners who decided to smack everybody in that darn thing? Especially how ridiculous it is. Or are we going to get the Lakers that, uh, you know, yeah, LeBron, do your thing. In-season tournament. AD, get a couple of touches in, do your thing. While Austin Reeves... Rui Hachimura, just sit around and look at y'all. Oh. The answer to Russell can't find a rhythm because he got to keep sharing the ball with LeBron for ball handling purposes. Oh, no. 
memo memo to the Lakers. Take that in season tournament banner down. They ain't gonna do that. Lord have mercy. They ain't gonna do that. So I, don't even why, I don't even know why they put it up to begin with, but whatever. Well, actually, now, I know why. They, I, I, actually, I know why they did. I, I know why they did. They the first ones to do it. No, but it's not. No, they're trying to cater to LeBron. They don't want him to leave. You know, they want to cater to him and try to keep inflicting this bullshit that he's the goat. So let's put the end season championship trophy up there just to show that he was the reason on why they won the first one. Man, listen, the Lakers organization only carries championship trophies. Thank you. I'm not calling the crypto. I'm calling the Staples. All right. They only have championship banners. Not, not division conference titles, championships. Not, not conference titles. titles. It's NBA Rings. champions. Not in-season champions. NBA mm-hmm. champions. And I think that it's a crime mm-hmm. that they got that banner up there because I can guarantee you this. If Kobe was alive, that banner oh, that wouldn't, wouldn't be have been on up. The, that no, banner would no. not be hanging up there at all. No, it wouldn't. Uh, they haven't done that since the bubble. Huh? They ain't done that since the bubble. They ain't done what? Well, that's true. They they haven't won a championship since the bubble. Well, uh, well, yeah. Well, Facts. that's the point. That's yeah. the point. Facts. Yeah. So yeah, in the in, this, in the three three years since, yes, they haven't won a thing, and they ain't gonna win a thing this year either. It's not the same. Including the end season tournament, they ain't gonna win a thing this year because I ain't counting that as a thing to hang your hat on as a championship. I ain't counting that crap. Just wondering, which Lakers team we gonna get down the stretch? And if we wanna, and if we wanna keep it all the way one hundred, because that's what we all three do, I would believe. Yes. The end season tournament, they're just piggybacking off the WNBA with the Commissioners Cup, but let's not talk about that. Of course, that's what they're doing. Of course, that's what they're doing. No comment. Why they saw the success of that, and they're biting, they're biting hard off of that. Why are you swagger jacking off the queens because they got the commissioner cup? Oh, let's 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 outrun them on one. Let's do it in season nah, twenty. Their reasoning team. was let's try to get the beginning of the season insightful. That's that. That's that's the reason that the PR departments for the NBA told us. This is why Adam. That's this is why Adam Silver is looking shaky. Like he's looking like the worst commissioner right now in all the pro sports. He's definitely looking like the weakest. He's he he's looking like the weakest and the worst one right now currently. I definitely won't say worse because uh, in Major League Baseball. Oh, no, Rob no, no, no. I heard homeboy resign, so I'm not even counting him. So, so, that, so that, that commissioner spot in baseball might be vacant right now. You might be out. You have a, might have a point. But, but, but the problem, though, with the Lakers is, and I and I love that Dre said it. They're so catering toward LeBron that they are losing sight of what the organization has stood on for the whole entirety of their franchise which is championships are bust that anything else under that doesn't matter wait did y'all hear 
did, did, did y'all hear? There's a rumor that they might even draft Bronny. I've been hearing that crap for the last, what, five months? I'm like, what? why you want to draft him? He's not even ready for the college game yet. He damn sure not ready. He, he, he's not ready. Out of, out of he's, respect. He's out not of respect ready. For, out of respect for Bronny James. Can you stay in college for another year? Because you had that unfortunate incident. He's not ready. He, he, you had he's an unfortunate incident. So you got a late start on your college career because of an unfortunate right. incident. I don't even think he should have been playing this year, honestly. You might have a point there, Dre. I, I, and I, and playmaker. I, I honestly believe he shouldn't even been playing this year. Yeah. There was no there's no reason for him to be on that court. After yeah. what happened to him, nah, this was supposed to be your season the way you sit out and then next season you make your debut. I honestly mm-hmm. don't think he should be playing right now. But yeah, I wish yeah, I wish he redshirted. He, yeah, I wish he redshirted. So stay, stay, even though I can't stay in USC, stay in USC for a moment, okay? You had a late start. Let's, let's give you another year. Get yourself together and whatnot. LeBron said it is your decision. What's He's their name? What's, what's, what, 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 what's, what's the USC's nickname? Trojans. Trojans? Yeah. Ronnie, you should have played it safe. <laughs> Trojan man. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> But yeah, LeBron said it's his decision. He's not going to force him one way or another. So, Brian, stay at USC. Do anybody yes. believe that? No, no. Just like we, just like we, just like. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would like a, you know, a, 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 a farewell tour. No, and please, you, you will crave, you, you will want crave that, that shit. You, you want that attention. But I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it because he does. No, 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 yeah, he does deserve it. But for you to sit yeah. on that podium and act like a bold faced lie. Yeah. Come on now. We listen, we all watched Martin. And I'm quite sure we probably remember the episode where Martin was interrogating Tommy about his job. <laughs> and they looked in the book and he, she was like, and him and Gina was like, what does that say? Bald head lie? Well, mm-hmm. that's a bald head lie that LeBron is talking <laughs> because we all know he's full of shit. Stop it. As soon as Adam calls him to his office and says the words, so how in the, so how do you want this season to be treated because this would be your last, you know he will probably stop and say, I want to be celebrated with all the pomp and circumstance that I deserve. Facts. Come on. Come on. All right. Now, tonight, the NBA resumes, and we got some games tonight. Oh. Orlando is in Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sound more excited, man. That's your team. Don't get me started. <laughs> the New York Knicks are in Philly to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the Philadelphia The Phoenix Suns are in Dallas. That game is on TNT to take on the Dallas Mavericks. Kevin Durant versus Kyrie Irving. Let's turn that up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two and number three in the West go at it. And OKC as the Clippers and the Thunder go at it. And then the nightcap on TNT. No LeBron James for the Lakers against Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Mm. All those games are tonight. And then just to get you ready for collateral on Friday, ESPN will have the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Sixers. Miami begins their run. 
at New Orleans. Phoenix Suns would then travel down to Coast territory to take yep, on the Houston Rockets. And then the nightcap on ESPN, the Milwaukee Bucks, they begin their run with a trip to the number one team in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves. 30 and 13, you fire a head coach. Come on. You already did. Well, that's, that, listen, that's, that, that, that's what superstars do. But I will tell you this, and I, and, and I said this All-Star Weekend, Dame Lillard is now a two-time three-point champion, and now he's an All-Star MVP. Mm-hmm. All that Dame time don't mean shit until you get to the NBA Finals. See, there's a reason on why yes, sir. he keeps doing this. There's a reason why he keeps doing this. Mm-hmm. But see, when he does it in playoff time, there's a reason on why he's doing this come playoff time. Because the because the clock is not ticking. ticking. <laughs> because game time, I mean, listen, let's keep it all the way 100. Aside from that walk-off against Houston and OKC, what has mm-hmm. he done in the postseason? Nothing. Good point. Good point. Nothing. 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 He kept running to Golden State. He kept running to Golden State. He what? He kept running to Golden State. Now, mind you, they had leads in those games, and they choked them away. Yeah, that's so, true. I, so I asked the same question. Aside for those two walk-offs, what has he done in the playoffs? Absolutely nothing. So Only, as much yeah. as there's pressure on Doc to make something happen with Milwaukee and not choke up another 3-1 lead in the playoffs, it's pressure on Dame, too. You wanted to leave Portland. You're now on a championship contender. What mm-hmm. are you going to do to answer the bell come postseason time? And he's only had one decent playoff run in his whole career. One. One, and he ran to Golden State that year. Great mm-hmm. player. Great player. But Yeah, he's a wonderful player. You know, it's, I honestly believe like, there's just some players that they hype up too much mm-hmm. that ain't done nothing. Yeah. I was critical of him making the 75th anniversary team because I didn't think he should have made it yet. I didn't think Anthony Davis should have made it yet. Mm-hmm. Those are things that happen. So, as we pass the second hour of this show, we get ready to wrap it up. Mr. Dre, Day, final thoughts and comments. Final thoughts. I'm gonna lay off a doc. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna. I do a segment on my podcast, Sports with Dre Day Podcast, where I give a shout out to somebody at the end of the episode, and I'm gonna piggyback off of my shout out that I did for my new episode that drops tomorrow. And I want to shout out Doc Rivers. And the reason I'm going to shout him out is because of this. Even though he was the head coach for the Eastern Conference this year, the check that he got, he gave it to Adrian Griffin. And I thought that was the most commendable thing he should have done. Because let's be real, Milwaukee shouldn't have fired him. But again, Mm -hmm. this is a player-driven league. And I know Giannis was trying to save face and make it seem like he didn't have anything to do with him being fired. But come on now. We all know better than that. Your brother is holding up a bench spot for somebody else. If your brother could hold up a bench spot for somebody else, you expect me to believe that you had nothing to do with Adrian Griffin being fired? You must think I'm a fool. You can't be be slick to a can of oil, Giannis. But this ain't about him. It's about Doc Rivers, and I wanted to shout him out for that because that was a commendable thing that he did by giving his check to Adrian Griffin. That was a commendable thing, so I got to applaud him for that. That's Sports Way with Dre Day. That's about all podcast directories, right? 
Huh? Yes, podcast is available on what? All podcast directories, you know, Apple. How can we, how can we reach you? How can you reach your oh, podcast? Oh, 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 y'all, oh, oh, yeah, I'm on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. I'm going to start doing videos again. I'm going to start doing that in the springtime. But in the meantime, cool. in between time, I have a YouTube channel, Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. And uh, that's where you can find my uh, podcast on those, on, on those streaming platforms. Cole Johnson, final thoughts and comments. All right. Well, to the women's game, period. Keep doing what you're doing. Talk about it. Because it is exactly what we as starved basketball fans need to see. Talk about it. We're so glad that we actually have fundamentals being put to the floor. And it's being shown to the world that this is how you're supposed to play the game. So I thank you. From the college to the pros, I thank you guys. I thank you. Because I would check out of the NCAA's period. If it weren't for the fact that the women are just killing it right now, it is thanks to you that I'm actually paying attention to the NCAA product. Otherwise, I would not fool with it at all. Now, as and and and, and for the NCAA's, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Get those women in stadiums for the Final Four. It is it is inexcusable that you have a game that is hot as theirs. But they finished their final fours in arenas where people could give a crap about the men's game and you have it in cavernous stadiums. Let us fix that problem and fix it now because the biggest star in college basketball happens to be a woman. You heard what I said. You heard what I said. Biggest, the biggest star in the college game is a woman, not a man. So, so get on the ball for that. Now, as for the NBA is concerned, it is absolutely inexcusable that you have a 400-point all-star game. And don't give me the excuse of, well, it's only an exhibition. They don't play all that hard in exhibition. Hogwash. Hogwash. I have seen clip after clip of Kobe Bryant trying to give work to people in All-Star games. And that's just Kobe Bryant. I can find clips of Allen Iverson in All-Star games do, giving the business. Same with Jordan, same with Kareem, same with Magic, same with Bird, same with even going so far back as Wilk and, and Russell. It is inexcusable to basically say, well, we're going to just show our talent and just say, well, defense is optional. No, defense is part of the game. There is a reason why this is supposed to be the greatest pickup game in the world, but you make it look as though it is an absolute dumpster fire to the point where you have people who love the sport not want to watch it. So you got to do better. The way the All-Star weekend is is bad. The game makes it even worse. And don't get me started on the fact you got a back-to-back slam dunk champion that doesn't even play in the NBA. Yes, I know he's affiliated with the NBA, but he doesn't play for an NBA squad. <sighs> you have a lot to, of explaining to do. And 
playmaker wanted me to talk about a team, but I said, man, none of them deserve to have to have me to talk about a team because all 30 of them make me upset. And why? Because you all are you all are co-signing. Co-signing the way the game is being played now. Um, memo to all 30 teams. There is something on offense that's called the post. Utilize it. I mean, we can we can have 48 minutes of you penetrating and dishing all we want. But until you play all phases of the game, you're going to be missing out on a lot of what the game is supposed to give you. Which is a diverse a diverse amount of what the game is supposed to be about. You're supposed to have the shooters. You're supposed to have the athletic penetrators. And you're supposed to have the post players. And you're supposed to have the post defenders as well. Defense should not be optional. And I'm going to make Dre Day happy when I say this. If you think that you're supposed to just simply say forget the defense, look at the women's game. Please. And you'll understand that defense is important. The men, you, be, you should be ashamed of yourselves. All 30 teams. Well, right now, I. <laughs> and uh, where you can find me right now, I am on hiatus, but you can find me on uh, all social media handles at floco.com forward slash page forward slash host Cole Johnson. That's floco.com forward slash page forward slash host Cole Johnson. And I'm going to actually unveil a new sports show soon. So stay tuned for that. You said a new sports show? Oh, Yes. Oh no, that's not good. And thank you, Playmaker. I appreciate it. And and Dre Day, man, I appreciate being on with you again. No doubt. Ooh, I love no it. Doubt. We gotta actually it. um I gotta actually get your info so maybe we could cook up on something. I'm, I'm with it, bro. I'm with it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All Star Weekend was not what it's supposed to be. You had the celebrity game be more competitive than the All Star game itself. Oh, good lord! I forgot all about that shit. Sure did. The celebrity game was more competitive. The celebrity game was more interesting to watch than the All Star game. I ain't forget that should never be the case. That should never, and I mean never, be the case. Exactly. All right. Almost four hundred points scored. That's not a good thing. Like I'm not gonna harp on the All Star weekend because we passed that. Oh, I am. This Abolish the whole weekend now. This is what I'm going to Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. You see the title of the episode. You heard me say it throughout this show. We are past the fun and games now. In college, you're down to a handful of games before you get into conference tournament play. For the men and women, this is the time for you to step up and show the world that you want it. You want to be immortalized. You want to make that run, and that run begins now. The reason why UConn are the defending national champions in the men's game, because this is when they decided it's time to turn up and it's time to get on the road, and they've been whooping, and they started beating on everybody, include the NCAA tournament. This is where LSU, for the women's side last year, after they took that L to South Carolina, said, we learned now. There's levels to greatness. 
and they went all the way to the point where they met Clayton Clark in the finals, and they tell her, you can score how many points you want to score, but the mother four ain't going to help you. This is the time. And then the NBA, Minnesota OKC, you want to be you want to be taken seriously? Continue to be the number one and number two season of West. And then show up in the playoffs. Clippers. Y'all don't y'all don't get no excuses. No excuses for the Los Angeles Clippers. It's either now or it's never. Everybody's healthy, everybody's playing. Never. It's now or never. And in the East, the same thing goes with the Boston Celtics. It's now or never. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Jason Tatum, there's a reason why you are not the face of the league. It's because you don't possess the balls to bring it home. Until you do that, be quiet. Like I I'm sorry, sir. It's now <laughs> or never for the Boston Celtics. You're you're clearly the best team in the NBA so far. The way that y'all play, y'all play the game the exact way that it should be played. You have a post player in Christos Porzingis. When you get Al Horford back, you have another post player. You have your wings that are dominant in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You have defensive guys in Derrick White and Drew Holiday. You have the pieces. Get it done. You have no excuses. You're the only team that won 40 games so far. The only team. Can you get to 50? Can you get to 60? You only got like a little less than 30 games to go. Continue to improve and continue to get better and put everybody on notice. All right. I want to thank Dre Day. And Cole Johnson for joining me today. Very lengthy episode, but a very interesting episode. Well, my phone damn near at 10%. So it's been a very great one. We covered a lot of topics today. We covered some good ones, and I can't wait to cut this stuff up and spread them out. So for Sportsway with Dre Day up in New York City, for Mr. Cole Johnson, who is part of Cole Sports, Snowman in the Morning mentality. He's just the EP of all EPs, Mr. Cole Johnson. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I am the playmaker. Y'all know where to find me at. Y'all know what shows I do. Until next time for more Shooting Lights Out. I'll catch y'all later. Please. Good. You've done great. But you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You got to keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations. You gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you wanna follow the podcast, you can follow on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out. Masterpiece.